It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. Pastor Jack King, I am your host, and I am always just excited about an opportunity to talk to you for an hour on Sunday mornings from 8 to 9 here on 94.1 on your radio dial. And uh, just a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. A few rules, we don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And we've been doing this now. Show number 1,155 today. That's a lot of talking over a lot of years. Um, I like to interview people. That's what we do most of the time. And uh, So let me just start off with just issuing you an invitation that if you're involved in Christian ministry in uh, some capacity, that could be uh, you could be a missionary or a pastor or you've uh, started some ministry of some sort or you work in the jail and you work with youth, you work with children, just give me a call. Area code 850-567-1703. That's my cell phone. And we'll set up a time to bring you into the studio and uh, just talk about what's on your heart. And uh, the question is often asked me, Pastor King, if I come on your show, what are we going to talk about? And I'm going to tell you, we're going to talk about your passion. Whatever your passion is, if... uh, Whatever God's laid on your heart that you are involved in as far as serving him, and that's what we're going to talk about. And it's worked very, very well over all these years. We talk about the things that affect your life and my life and ministry. And uh, I just love to hear what God's doing through his kingdom or in his kingdom through his people. And he's using you and he's using me and he's using so many to advance the borders of God's glorious kingdom. Once again, give me a call, area code 850-567-1703. Well, this is the last show of 2023. And uh, if you are like I am, I'm just absolutely amazed at how quickly this century is just passing right on by. We're in the second decade of this century, and now here we're going into 2024. 2023, good year, and uh, most standards, a uh, few little bumps along the way in, in my life, but all in all, pretty good. But I take everything that we do here on this show, and you probably know this if you've listened to me before is that we filter everything through the church. And that's been our topic. That's been our theme from the very, very beginning is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're talking about ministry that affects the church, the people of the church, and the people that the church would be able to have influence in their lives to draw them to Christ Jesus. That's what we talk about. So when I look back... And I 
view the things that have happened in the previous year. I said, well, how do these things affect the church? And, uh, well, a couple things. One is uh, the whole issue of abortion, because that's always uh, strong on my heart and my mind, because I just really have a problem with uh, what I just call wholesale murder. That's just my opinion. I, I, I have a right to have my opinion. I know that uh, they always saying this, well, until you've walked in somebody's shoes, then you don't really have anything to say. Well, my heart would be to say, I want to just defend the unborn. I want to defend that person who doesn't have the ability to speak for themselves. But I think it's one of the most horrible things that has ever happened in this country. It's uh, the fact that we have, as a society, not as a whole, but a good segment of our society has accepted these things. Just accepted it as face value. In other words, this is just what we do. That grieves my heart because I know this is very displeasing to Father God. And that he is not in favor of murder. He's just not. And so, as I look at the work of the church, I say, well, what did we do? Or how have we been able to be effective in saving the lives of these precious, innocent uh, babies that are not even born yet? And how do we affect that as a church? We know that whenever we would speak out and... uh be involved in trying to counteract this horrific plague upon our land, well, it causes a lot of uh, strife. People will say bad things about you. They will do bad things, trying to somehow or another to intimidate those of us who would take a stand against such a thing. And so to a great degree, the uh, church, when I say the church, I'm talking about the overall church, we stay pretty silent on these things because we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to do something that would focus attention and cause uh, that uh, segment of society who would become very, very ugly, very, very ugly concerning those of us who believe. And you find yourself wrapped up in that. And, and uh, I've just said that's not something that I would desire. But... I do believe in life, and I am a proponent of life. So anyway, that's something that was prevalent in 2023. Of course, in 2022, we had the election. They say that this was a huge issue in the balloting. I, I, I don't have personal proof of that. This is just what I've heard, that uh, it seems like it kind of sparked a, uh, a fire in those who uh, are a Opposed to life. And well, sometimes we need to have a fire sparked, but we hope it would be to the good and not to the bad. But this I know that uh, we have to become more and more aware of the circumstances around us. See, I have enjoyed uh, kind of a peaceful time in my life most of the time. I don't rock the boat much. <laughs> and, uh, but yet, 
if you are going to do something that's going to be effective in the kingdom of God as far as causing uh, what you would do to maybe uh, in somehow or another bring somebody to, to the light of the gospel, if we're going to be involved in that, then we have to understand that there's more than likely going to be pushback. There's going to be those who are going to come against what you are doing or what or you are I, what we're doing. Something's going to come against us because that's what the world and what the enemy is all about, about bringing uh, destruction to humanity. And that's what abortion is. It's it's destruction. It's To me, it's, as I've said, it's just wholesale murder. And so my heart is to take a stand against all of that. But as the church of overall, I think that we see this and we're appalled by it. And so you say, well, do these things affect the church? Of course they do. And uh, if I go somewhere and, and uh, uh, there's a child there that I know that was uh, saved because somebody stepped up and somebody cared and somebody got active and the life of that child was saved. Otherwise, that child would have been destroyed by now. And you see this beautiful, healthy child. And you think, how could anybody want to destroy this child even before it's born? But yet we know that that's exactly what intent is. That is exactly what the devil has in mind because he's all about, you know this, John chapter 10, still and to kill and to destroy, to bring death. That's what it's all about. That has not changed over all these generations. I hope that you are looking forward to uh, going to church today. And uh, I'm a pastor. I pastor Freedom Road Christian Ministry. And our address is uh, uh, one of 720, I'm sorry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. And we are in the Crescent Park Plaza. We begin our services at 11.05. That gives you plenty of time to to, uh, get up, get dressed, come on out to church. We're located between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. So if you're heading down uh, Capital Circle toward Park Avenue, look for our signs on the right-hand side of the road. And you just turn in there, and then you're there. And uh, we'd love to be able to fellowship with you, to get to know you as, uh, as we progress through another year. Just believing that God's going to make a way for people to be able to get reunited to church and to the things of God, to get involved in such a way that they can see other people People come to Christ because of their relationship and their willingness to invite and and encourage your friends and your loved ones to get into church. And maybe you know some of these families that have just uh, during the, the COVID, they just dropped it. And they just they just uh, decided that they, they just didn't want to go anymore. Well, we want to change that. We want to pray against that. We want to pray that that God will. Just draw people back to the house of God on Sundays because it gives us uh, an opportunity to come together. The scripture tells us to forsake not the assembling together 
of the saints. In other words, those of us who are uh, spiritual leaders. In other words, we're the ones responsible for the souls, to watch for the souls of those that we are in our uh, parishes or our churches. We're the ones that have the ultimate responsibility to, to make sure that people are spiritually fed and drawn out of those, uh, uh, well, let's just say, out of the, the body, the flesh, and drawn into the realm of the Spirit of God. So to me, 2024, as I see it, it's a, it's a time of renewal, a time of uh, recommitment to the things of God, the things that we know. And if you're like it is in our house, you, we, uh, I go to the, to the cupboard to, to find something, and uh, I go, well, where, where is it? Uh, well, because there's change. And, and the thing is, is that as we go into 2024, there's change. There's change coming. There's change, there's change in your daily life. There's change in, in the church. And it's up to the person who is on the outside of it to learn and learn how to not go through the realm of, of uh, what it would take to lose our way. In other words, we wouldn't go that way. But we would find ourselves, again, just seeking to have a relationship with God that will help us to grow in our spiritual life and our spiritual development as we approach a new year. So I have a song that I believe this will just set us off just right. It's by the Perry's. Very pretty song. Called Gentle Shepherd. That's right. Tender mercy. Love like I have never known. I love that song. I love the, the words to it. It ministers to my heart and soul. This is the uh, Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. Welcome this morning. I hope that you are on your way to church. I would encourage you to go. If you haven't been attending of late, then uh, well, this is uh, as I say, the last show of 2023. Next uh, Sunday will be the first uh, show of 2024. That's a good time to make that transition. But come on out today. It's as it to uh, spy out the land. <laughs> if I say, just come on and check it out at Freedom Road. Come on and worship with us today. 720 Capital Circle Northeast in the Crescent Park Plaza. We're in the storefront there. We are right across the road from the federal prison. That kind of gives you a landmark. If you're heading on Capitol Circle toward Park Avenue, look for us on the right-hand side of the road. One of the things that I'm looking forward to as we uh, approach a new year, and that's uh, interviews that we'll be doing. Uh, We've got some folks that we've contacted uh, working out scheduling. I love having people come into the studio and just – share what's on their heart and uh, 
perhaps maybe that's you if you're involved in Christian ministry. And even if you've been on the show before, but you haven't been here for a while, then it's time for you to come back and let's get an update and find out what God is doing in your life and your ministry now. So area code 850-567-1703. That's the number to call. Also, I want to invite you to join me Monday through Friday here on 94.1 for the daily broadcast. That's a daily Bible teaching, 11 o'clock. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. And then there's the Saturday night gospel sing. That's a show that we do uh, featuring Southern gospel music, a full hour of it. And we have a good time that show as well. So I want to encourage you to join us for that. That's Saturday night, 7 o'clock here on 94.1 Wave 94. Now, let's uh, take a little look ahead and see what's going on out there in the the new, the brave new world. I've I've used this expression for many, many years. Uh, A new year is like fresh uh, fallen snow. And uh, you look out the window and you see it, it's just beautiful. Just just a, a coat of snow just covering everything. And then uh, later, somebody will come and walk on it. There'll be footsteps on it. But when you first look out and it's, it's untouched, it's just beautiful to behold, but you realize it's, it's there to be walked on and uh, life is that way. Life is... We have it before us, and uh, there's going to be things that's going to mark the landscape, but the opportunity is there to do positive things. So that's the way I always look at the, the new year that's before us. It's like fresh fallen snow that hasn't been walked on yet, but yet when you look back on it, like we look back on 2023, we realize that uh, there's a lot of things that takes place in the course of one year. And uh, sometimes it, it can be daunting, and then sometimes it can just be exciting. I know that as I look forward, I look into the new year, I say, well, it's an election year, and this is the uh, the big one. This is the election of the President of the United States. And uh, <laughs> just watching how everything is just shaping up, it's it's quite amazing. Now, I'm a, a student of history. I, I like to read history, and I have read a lot of history. And uh, people sometimes say, well, there's never been one like this. Well, there hasn't. But there's been some uh, interesting elections in our history, in the history of this country, there have been some elections that have been very tense, very, uh, uh, very much uh, contested, and uh, people have done some pretty radical things to to get elected. And well, this one, as uh, I can say, it's it's strange like no other strange one's ever been, as far as that's concerned. I mean, we're we're looking at one party trying to put the uh, leading contender of the other party in jail and trying to keep him off the ballot. I don't know. Again, I don't know everything about history. Maybe that's been tried before. I'm not sure. But uh, it's being tested right now. And, of course, uh, the big question is whether the uh, 
Supreme Court of the United States will get involved in it and uh, try to bring resolution to it. Or maybe we'll actually go into the election with uh, uh, this particular candidate not even allowed to be on the ballot. Well, that's pretty radical. And, of course, uh, you, you can look at it how you want to look at it. You say, well, that's, uh, some would say depends on what side you're on. Some would say, well, that's just fair because of things that have happened. And then others would say, well, that's just, that's just absolutely just wrong. And then uh, they, they don't have any ground to do this. And so I don't have all the answers to it. But we do have this court that we call the Supreme Court. And according to our Constitution, it's welding a pretty big stick. And uh, this thing's going to be decided as we go into the year. And, uh, and then the other thing is that we have two uh, aged men who are the, the top contenders. Let's put it that way. Now, on uh, one side, we have other candidates. The other side has no other candidates except the one. And that's uh, the sitting president of the United States. And uh, we've never had presidents or candidates of the age that these are. And so it's interesting to see how, again, that's all going to play out as we go into the new year. But I bring it back to, as I always say, how does this affect the church? Because this show, as you're listening to, as I say, a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, a life and well, our focus is the church, because I believe that the the church is for a lot of Christians. Our lives are centered around our churches, because that's our social life. That's where we receive instruction, where we receive uh, spiritual uh, connection. Let's put it that way. This is where we go to pray. It's like the the Gaither song. And, uh, it's a beautiful song that has been written, and uh, it's just called it's, it's called in this place, and it talks about in these places. This is where we where we're baptized. This is where we we receive uh, uh, we get married here. We bury people here, and and all the things that happens in the church and the influence of the church. Well, you see these things. As elections go, they affect you and me and the church. And, of course, we're, we're living in a time now to where it seems like that the uh, focus of people is becoming shifted from what we have been as a nation, as they said, a, a nation under God. Well, that seems to be in a... In a kind of a twixt in between right now. It's being challenged. And uh, sometimes I'm just amazed. And, and I hear about the some of the, the denominations. And uh, all of a sudden, leadership has changed in these denominations. And things that people have been taught by the church, the church that they attend, the things that they have been taught from the pulpits of their church all of a sudden are not being taught anymore. And they're teaching just something opposite. 
and then expect, well, people, you need to fall in line here. And if you don't fall in line, then you are radicals. And uh, it just makes me go, what happened here? And I feel for these churches that are having to go through this. And in a lot of cases, uh, a lot of money has to be spent in order to be able to, to buy out facilities. And it's just it's just amazing how these things are happening in our society today. And even the church is being affected by it. And to me, that's of great concern. And I can say, it breaks my heart when I hear of such radical departures from the things that we have been taught through all these years that we feel are from the Bible, from the Bible perspective, all of a sudden it's changed. And things are being taught now that, that are not even in line with the Scripture. It's just amazing to me. But that seems to be where we are. And uh, like I say, we are the church. We are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are the place where we worship. We are the place that we minister to the hearts and souls of people. And we are at a time in our life where we need to become very, very strong and very, very intense and very intentional in our prayer life. And uh, to God be the glory, to God be the praise, because ultimately when it's all said and done, he will be victorious. And I thank him, and that's a miracle. And I thank God for it. And that's what the Booth Brothers are going to sing for us. Thank him for the miracle. He says, I thank him for the miracle that made me a child of the king, and uh, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he made me a part of his kingdom because he gave us the ability to receive forgiveness. And uh, that is so key to everything, forgiveness. I was just reading in a book and it's talking about Peter and how that uh, he challenged the Lord with a question. And he says, how many times must I forgive my brother? And he, I think he threw out uh, what he thought was a large number. He said, five times or seven times? <laughs> seven times. And Jesus said, no, seven, seven times, 70. In other words, it's uh, almost to say, you just keep on forgiving. Just keep on forgiving. And uh, that's sometimes that's a challenge for us humans. But it's absolutely so necessary. Because if you walk around with unforgiveness in your heart, then you're not going to be able to connect with the spiritual realm 
and to connect with Father God because unforgiveness is sin. You're walking around in sin in your own heart and you've got to deal with it. And that's a process because unforgiveness is an emotion. You're emotionally invested in it. And it's hard to change an emotion. And the only way you can do it is through confession and consistency and continue to confess that I forgive. I forgive. And then the devil's going to come back to you and he's going to try to convince you that you don't. And you just have to tell him that I believe that God has given me the ability and the capacity to forgive. Devil, you are a liar. Go back to the pit. I confess. And uh, it'll come. It'll come. It may take some time, but it'll come. And you'll be able to achieve forgiveness. And uh, then once that has been accomplished, then you can continue on in your ministry that God has called you to do. But you cannot serve with bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart and expect to be effective. So that's just an important thing to know because... Well, we want to be effective in our work and our ministry. We want to be able to to truly touch people for the good of the gospel, that they may know who he is and uh, know about how he works and ministers in the life of people. He's life-changing, life-transforming. It is very, very important that every man, woman, and child come to that place in their life to where they just lay their burdens down. They just give them to Jesus. They say, Jesus, I need you to handle this. Well, he's faithful to do so. The scripture tells us that he's faithful to do so. So now, let's shift gears just here for a second or for a few minutes to say. And uh, let's talk about these conflicts that are involving so many people. We've got the war in Ukraine and, uh, and of course, then this conflict in, in Israel. And uh, people ask me quite often, they say, well, is, is this the end? And I tell them, I don't know. I mean, Scripture tells us that nobody knows the day or the hour. But I do know that the book of Revelation gives us a pretty good roadmap into the future. And... Uh, Whenever you, you find conflicts that are conflicting around Israel, that's something to be concerned about. That's something to uh, give focus to because we know that there will come a time when all the armies of the world will come against that little nation of Israel and God's going to show up. We know that it will come to the end of the age. So you say, Pastor King, is that now? I said, no, I don't know. It could be, but probably not. But I don't know. I really don't know. But I do know this. is that God's going to bless Israel. And uh, that's just an important thing for us to know. And you remember um, the prime minister, when he addressed the United States Congress, and he said, uh, he said, I am Mordecai. I am the spirit of Mordecai. And he said, uh, my prayer Again, I'm just saying what he said. He said, my prayer is for America because God's going to take care of Israel. That's, that's prophetic. God's going to take care of Israel. But what about America? 
if we should abandon Israel. And so, see where my heart is. My heart is, God, let there be peace. As you have told us to pray, pray for peace in the streets of Jerusalem. And I pray that prayer. I pray that prayer when I finish these shows. I say, Lord, bless Israel. I pray for Israel. God, let there be peace. Peace in this world and peace in Israel, peace in the streets of Jerusalem. But the thing is that there's question here in America and around the world. Is, Is it just for Israel to react the way that Israel is reacting. In other words, they're going against, or they're going up against the enemy. People who uh, have sought to bring harm to them by constantly shooting those missiles over into Israel and uh, killing innocent people. And, uh, and then that horrible day when those people, the, 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 they, they flew in through the uh, uh, kites, whatever those things are, and uh, they, 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 they came in and they just began a wholesale slaughter against this country. Well, I go back to Bible days, and I read about the conflicts, and, and God had no problem telling Moses and Joshua says, you go, you go take care of them. Wipe them out. Well, that's <laughs> from God's perspective. But the thing is, is that this uh, group called Hamas, right on the, the, the borders of Israel, who has sent rockets over and, and, and uh, again, affecting, killing innocent civilians, and then all of these tunnels, and, and been tunnels that, that could tunnel right over into Israel, a place to have bunkers to to hide, and all of this built for, with money that was given to them to aid the people, to be able to help the people, but the money was diverted to build these tunnels, and so those things are being addressed. So I'm of the mind, Lord, just let it be done quickly. Because I don't want uh, unnecessary loss of life. I don't. I want peace. I want peace in all of the world. And uh, I'm not a fan of of conflict, but sometimes conflict has to happen. And uh, that's just the realities of life. And until we all get to heaven, that's something we're just going to have to deal with. But uh, the admonition to the church is to pray. Pray. We've got hostages that are still being held. Um, some of them are Americans. And we must be uh, in, a, in a heart to pray during these very, very troubled times. And the same thing in Ukraine and we've been praying for Ukraine. We've been praying for Ukraine in our church. We prayed for Israel in our church. Lord God, it is my prayer that uh, there just not be loss of life. That, uh, like I say, I, I just believe that God has it all under control. 
He knows what it's all about, and he's gonna he's gonna bring resolution in his own time. Let's listen to the traffic quartet. What he's done for me and for you. What he's done for me. Tell you what he's done for me. That's a uh, triumphant quartet. What he's done for me. And uh, just a heads up, that was uh, my number one song last year on the countdown that I do every year uh, on the Saturday Night Gospel Singing. That will happen this coming Sunday. Actually, I'm sorry, this coming Saturday night, 7 o'clock, and uh, we'll find out what was Pastor King's favorite song that I've played on the broadcast in 2023. And as a process that I go through to to come to that conclusion, there are several songs that uh, I've kind of had in my mind. I said, well, I really like that one, but we'll see. And I can say I haven't started the process yet, but it'll, it'll happen this week and next uh, Saturday night. So make sure you tune in, find out what it's going to be. Pastor King's favorite song that we played in 2023 on the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. So just so you'll know, make sure that you don't miss it because, uh, well, you'll be missing a blessing, I do believe. So I've been doing that since 2016. We started the show in 2015. Didn't do a countdown that year, but uh, we have ever since. So I've got uh, quite a collection of them and <laughs> some good songs. So you don't want to miss it. But I just thought that was a great song. What he's done for me. And so I bring myself back to uh, focusing on a new year. And uh, this is kind of what's been on my mind here of late. Uh, Just went to Kentucky over the holidays. And uh, that's where I I grew up. Just talking to people. And uh, all these little churches that I knew of when I was a child growing up, many of them uh, went to them when we were young to revivals, vacation, Bible school. No people who attend these churches, and they're they're struggling. They're struggling, and some of them are are, are not going to make it. And uh, I was talking to somebody about a particular church, and uh, and they said, "Well, our pastor's uh, got some age on him, and he's not well." And I said, what, is he able to get out and visit and and, uh, do any type of uh, contact with people? He says, well, he tries, but he really can't. And uh, and, uh, this particular person's on the board of the church. I said, well, what are y'all going to do? And he said, well, we're going to stick with him as long as he wants to. Well, that's, that's, uh, I guess, admirable. uh, But the truth is... Are you going to have a church to pass on to someone else? And so I said, have you considered? Because this particular church, they don't have money troubles. That's that's a good thing. Of course, property has been paid for for years. And uh, I said, well, why don't you just consider bringing in a a younger man to serve with the pastor until he's ready to step down? 
And then you have somebody ready to step in. In the meantime, they can be putting some of the energy into the church that the church needs. And uh, he said, well, the truth is, he said, uh, and he mentioned two churches in the area. He said they were, one of them, they were they were in the process of closing it. and uh, But they chose to give it another shot. They brought in a young man, and he's turned it around. And he said, people are, people are going now. And there's another church that they've always uh, um, kept younger ministers. And uh, they, that church has always done well. Now, you see, I'm talking here. I'm, I'm, I'm getting up there myself. <laughs> I still have energy. I'm pretty energetic. But uh, my church is going to face the same thing. And, and we're facing it all across the land. And uh, we have Bible schools that are just closing, I mean, thousands, just thousands are just closing. And uh, um, here a few, um, about a year or so ago, I was told that the school that I went to, before I went to Liberty, I went to Liberty in Pensacola, and of course that school's closed too, that the school that I went to that was very instrumental in placing pastors in these churches there, it's gone. It's, it's closed up. Been closed up now for two or three years. And so I asked this gentleman I was talking to. I said, "Well, where are you going to find uh, young pastors to to come into these churches?" And his response is, "I have no idea. I have no idea." Well, that's kind of where we are. And so these are things that. Uh, we just have to pray. The church needs to become very, very intentional. I'm talking about the the church at large, the overall church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those of us who believe in the gospel, we have to face the reality of where we are. Our congregations are getting older, and the young people are not attending. What are we going to do? We better be strategic. We better find some strategies here. And you, just to say, well, uh, this is the way we've always done it. Well, the way we've always done it is not working today. We have to face that reality. And so, uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, we're going we're gonna to have to pray. <laughs> and we're going to have to pray real hard. But not only that, we're going to have to sit down and have some real uh, strong heart-to-heart discussions among ourselves. These boards of these churches, we better take a good look at our methods and what we're doing. I'm not talking about compromising the gospel, not at all. But uh, we just need to take a good look at what we're doing because things are changing, and they're changing very, very fast. And we're living in a world that, uh, in a lot of ways, there's just a lot of corruption, a lot of evil in the world. Because the devil, the devil is on the loose. The devil is on the loose. And he's out to do what he does, steal, kill, and to destroy. And uh, the reality that the churches have been a beacon through all these years. And to say, well, are they still a beacon? Well, Jesus said that we are the uh, light of the world. And... uh, talks about the salt. I preached a message about the salt here just recently. But he says when the salt loses its flavor or fervor, when the salt loses that zest, 
then it becomes, as Scripture says, no more effective than to throw it to the dunghill. And I think in a lot of ways, our churches have lost its uh, zest. And uh, we need to find it. We need to find it. And the only way that's going to happen is on our knees before our Heavenly Father. And just being honest. Just face it up to what we're dealing with and be willing to do the hard changes sometimes we just have to do. But uh, listen to this. This is a tribute quartet. It's called More Than Able. More Than Able Give victory again and again and again. That's a tribute quartet here tonight. Our Lexus this morning, the Gospel on the Radio talk show. Let me remind you that uh, we will be having services this morning at Freedom Road Christian Ministry 720 Capital Circle Northeast at the Crescent Park Plaza. We're between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. Of course, Easterwood is where you turn into Tom Brown Park there. So if you're heading toward Park Avenue, look for us on the right-hand side of the road. We'll have signs out there for you to see. Love to have you come and worship with us today. And uh, to say, this is the last show of 2023. Uh, next Sunday will be in a whole new year with a whole new focus and uh, an excitement to uh, serve the Lord and to challenge ourselves to just be faithful and to be evangelistic, become winners of souls and uh, just serving him with a love and a fervor and uh, love for our fellow man. So we need to be effective. Also, just to tell you, if you want to listen to this on podcast or share it with a friend, it's show number 1,155. So it'll just simply be entitled uh, New Year's 2024. And also, don't forget the countdown this coming Saturday night at 7 o'clock here on 94.1 for the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. We'll be counting them down. We'll find out what was Pastor King's favorite song that we played on the broadcast for 2023. So you don't want to miss that as well. And uh, so my admonition to all of us as we close out this year, let us pray. Let us pray for the effectiveness of our churches and for an evangelistic fire to spread across this land that people would once again return to the true and the living God. And uh, let us commit ourselves to serve even with a fuller heart and a greater desire than we've ever served before. To him, to him be all glory and to him be all praise. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to share the word of God here on these airways. I pray, Father, over this audience, and I pray, Father God, as we go into a new year, that your blessings would flow and that we would see great fruit in the kingdom of God. Father, I pray for each and every one. 
For me, one outside of faith, Father God, I pray for them. I pray, God, that you would touch their heart and save their soul. And Father, I pray for our churches, for our pastors, Father, for our evangelists. And Father God, I pray for America. I pray for peace in this world. Peace. And I pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and in the nation of Israel. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So we close out 23, and Happy New Year to you in 2024. We'll see you next Sunday morning. May the Lord bless you.